0: Sometimes the popular belief is not always the truth, and I, Falcon, would like to present to my brother... Uh, (laughs) An alternative to the popular belief, one that I believe is more likely to be
1: factual. Yeah, you're right, we should split the intro, I should have have finished off that sentence. Alright, so straight into the podcast, Uh, what are you trying to convince me of this week?
0: Well... Um, I'm going to start by saying,
1: nobody has sex with monkeys. Sorry. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm sorry. Um, are you trying to convince me that nobody has sex with monkeys? It is a very uh substantial part
0: of my argument. Um, yes. nobody has sex with monkeys.
1: N- um, I'm not sure that's a popular belief that people have sex with monkeys. Well, from what I've discovered. It is. Okay, so. Um, see, you are convincing me this week that nobody has sex with monkeys.
0: Yes. Uh, to elaborate, <laughs> HIV was created by the USA bioweapons program.
1: Okay, so. Let me wrap my head around what is happening right now. So you are telling me that HIV was created by the US yes, to uh, cull the population for some reason?
0: Not to cull the population. It was a bioweapon created during the Cold War just in case uh never got used, as a lot of weapons didn't in the Cold War. Uh-huh. Uh, but it did get out, and we'll go into that. But the biggest argument I have why HIV was created by America is nobody has sex with monkeys. It does, the monkeys would fight back. If the monkeys went for a human, the humans would fight back and people would come to their defence All monkeys would come to their defence. It's just not a viable way that HIV could possibly have got to us.
1: Okay. I mean, wow. I feel uh, grossly uh, unprepared for this. I, I'm not... I, just to clarify... Are you is your argument that HIV was designed and built by the US government or is your argument simply that nobody in the history of 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 the world has ever had sex with a monkey
0: My argument is that HIV had to have been manufactured it can't possibly have come from monkeys
1: Right right I mean, I don't know a lot about the history of HIV, but um, is it possible that that it didn't come from monkeys and it also wasn't invented by the US government?
0: Um, I haven't found a better alternative. I'll give you a brief history of HIV. Okay,
1: excellent. Thank you. To sort of help you out here. That would help me greatly.
0: So the discovery of HIV, or Mm -hmm. rather AIDS. AIDS was discovered first. HIV Mm -hmm. was discovered afterwards as the cause of AIDS. Um, AIDS was discovered in the late 70s, early 80s, or the actual virus itself was discovered um, early 70s, but it wasn't named until early 80s. Yes. Um, And it was originally found in America, in New York, Mm -hmm. Uh, the, the first person ever to be found with this virus was in New York. The first major outbreak ever to happen was in New York. Um, There have been reports of earlier cases of AIDS in Haiti and a few other places in Africa.
1: I was going to say, because the the largest epidemic is happening in Central Africa, is it? Yes, the largest
0: epidemic is happening in Central Africa, but that didn 't happen until after the first big epidemic which was in new york okay right um, there are reports of like I said AIDS existing in Africa prior to the 1980 s as far back as one thousand nine hundred and fifty nine is is the earliest um, sort of retro diagnosed case, but the first actually diagnosed case was in New York. It's just mm. looking back.
1: Patient zero is the uh, first diagnosed called patient zero. Yes,
0: patient zero is said to be from New York. However, retro diagnoses looking at symptoms of people from the past or examining right. blood samples from those people have shown signs of but not absolutely 100% um, proven that they had HIV.
1: Okay. All right. So, okay. So, HIV started in in uh, in New York.
0: Yes. Um, well, HIV started in a place called Fort Detrick. Yes. Okay. Which is uh, the U.S. bioweapons program facility.
1: Right. Okay.
0: Right. Um, they did a lot of things during the Cold War. Um, that's basically where anthrax was weaponized, um, Q fever, botulism, smallpox, the plague, rice, and all of that was created by America's bioweapon program during the Cold War, and they're very open about that. It's not, um, a secret thing.
1: Okay. Mm
0: -hmm. Um, but they also created HIV, uh, which they haven't admitted to. Right. um... Basically, what happened was they used to experiment on uh, prisoners in exchange for either their freedom or for special treatment in the jail. Um, And once they no longer had any prisoners to experiment on because the prisoners started saying no, they started experimenting on Seventh-day Adventists because most Seventh-day Adventists were uh, conscientious objectors to the war and the only way for them not to go to prison was for them to volunteer for these um, bioweapons programs?
1: I, I can't imagine anybody's volunteering for a program called Bioweapons <laughs> Program.
0: Right. What I have in my hand right now... Do you want to read it or should I read it?
1: Uh, I'll, I'm happy to read. I'm happy to... Uh, w- show me what you've got. All right. Okay, this is some sort of... Uh, so it says confidential... Uh, it's a statement of some sort, a program of investigation sponsored by the United States Army aimed towards determining the amount of a uh, dis-case agent is all right, uh, necessary to produce illness in a man has been explained to me. I understand that the only way in which this essential information can be obtained is by the exposure of volunteers to known amounts of the agent. Right, so... I-
0: Mm -hmm. What you're looking at is a consent form from 1955 that uh, conscientious objectors or volunteer soldiers would sign saying that they could be exposed to a bioagent as part of the war effort and that America would put their best effort into curing the bioagent, but they needed volunteers to be exposed to discover um, what amounts of that agent... Uh, were necessary to make a person sick. Right. And what impact that would have on that person.
1: Okay. Okay. Right. So, okay. So, they found people who don't value their life very much and value the the greater cause over their own life and, well, and they're happy to do this for the United States. Well,
0: we're talking about a time of war where people's quality of life was very poor to begin with. These people who signed these consent forms were people who were conscript, conscripted. Uh-huh. Um but were conscientious objectors and they were given this option over arrest.
1: Okay, so what you're telling me is that the government is quite open uh, to all of the bioweapons that they have made and they get people to sign um, disclaimers to say that they're happy to be tested on and yet the government has not owned up to HIV uh, and you are telling me that HIV was still made by them. What what evidence do you possibly have to support that?
0: Right. So um, the evidence that HIV was created in America was the um, case zero or patient zero or whatever it's called plus the first major breakout being in New York which is, it's not the closest city to Fort Detrick but it's very close. The closest city is Washington. New York's the next one out. Mm -hmm. Um, so, So that's the evidence that HIV started in America rather than... In Africa, the reason the United States has kept the whole creation of HIV on the down low is because um, it got out and it got out amongst the American people and it turned into a massive epidemic, which means that if America ever admitted or was proven to be the creator of HIV, all of those people would be entitled to compensation for what was done to them and because of so many people worldwide how many people have Mm -hmm. have gotten HIV or AIDS especially in the 80s it was rampant worldwide all those people would be able to claim against the government and it would basically send the entire country broke so they can't afford to okay
1: what information do you have on this agent zero the first person who got AIDS or HIV. What, what information do you have on him? Who, was he at any point uh, part of this bioweapons program? Um, there is no
0: information on him being part of the bioweapons program. We do know that he was initially a prisoner in... Um, I can't remember what prison, but it's a prison near Washington. Uh, was that
1: during the time of the bioweapons program?
0: He was a prisoner during the bioweapons program. Time he wasn't discovered to have HIV until after his release. Um, how
1: much? Uh, how long after his re- his release?
0: Um, I think it was around five years from memory. I'm not sure I've got the paperwork here, but I'll have a I'll have a look. So um, five
1: years after he was released, he had HIV.
0: Yes. Well, we know. Which is the
1: first stage of AIDS. So I, w- I mean.
0: Well, uh, well, sorry, he was discovered to have AIDS after okay. five years. They didn't know right. at this point that HIV existed.
1: Okay, so he could have contracted HIV during the weapons program. And- yes,
0: because um, AIDS doesn't start showing symptoms until two to five years after getting HIV, which we believe is the reason that he got released. At the After watching him for six months, America would have concluded that Exposure to this virus has absolutely no impact on a human being, and he would have either been released or put back into jail depending on the contract he signed, which meant that he would be able to start sleeping with other people and cause the spread of HIV
1: right and so I mean HIV does affect your immune system yes it does have an, so he would they, they would have a measurable a measurable effect on this guy's immune system and like, he would be getting sick. So would they not have written down that, that he would well, no, know lower immune you system? You don't
0: start showing any form of symptoms initially with HIV. It develops into AIDS and then you start showing symptoms. We're talking about um, sort of 1950s, 1960s technology here.
1: Right, and I would I would imagine that this would be a success for the uh, American government and that they would turn this into a bioweapon. Do you have any evidence to show that they have used this on another country that they were yes. at war with?
0: Um, not that they were at war with. Right. Uh, like with most of the bioweapons they created, they never actually used it in war but they have tested it. They've certainly tested the spread of HIV. We know that because HIV is rampant in Africa. There are six different types of HIV. There's two primary types, HIV-1 and Mm HIV-2, and each of those have multiple subtypes. Mm -hmm. And each of those subtypes has spread from a different part of Africa all around the same time.
1: Which would lend itself to thinking that the the uh, disease comes from Africa.
0: Multiple different points of Africa, Africa suddenly getting HIV at the same time. It's said to have evolved from SIV, which is simian immunovirus, which is obviously from monkeys. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And each version is said to come from a different type of monkey And it's said to have existed The oldest type is meant to be upwards of a million years old right. And after a million years of nobody getting HIV All of a sudden, six different types of HIV From six different locations around Africa Start spreading through people
1: That doesn't make any sense well, it does because the way I... The, the, my understanding of um, diseases and how they come into existence is that we've just learnt to classify them instead of people just dying um, in a very poor area of the world uh, who have very few doctors or or science to kind of diagnose people. People are just dying. And when it comes to uh, HIV and, and other related infections similar um, to... or viruses similar to um, HIV, like... But, Nobody dies of HIV, nobody dies of AIDS, they die of whatever they contract after they have HIV or AIDS. Yes. It's it's a it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a debilitating like it's debilitating their immune system so that other things can come and kill them, which means that the diagnosis for their death would always be some other disease.
0: But the reason we noticed that AIDS came into existence was because of One particular condition, I don't have written what it's called, but it's a condition that we are all constantly exposed to and our immune system defeats it virtually instantly, so none of us are ever really impacted by it. And as soon as you get AIDS, your body starts to break down and and, and is no longer able to fight that condition. And it was the prevalence of this condition that made doctors go, hang on, what's going on here? And discovered this new immunodeficiency condition, which... um, they originally called the gay immunodeficient disease. Yeah, but
1: I would imagine that it's possibly been, like HIV has been around in in Africa for possibly thousands of years and they just assume that people are dying of... No, they they don't believe it is. In fact, they
0: they claim that HIV came to Africa in around 1910. That's when it started to develop from SIV... To HIV and moved into humans, all six different types
1: all at the same time right mm-hmm. um, what would America have to gain so you 're saying that let's let's uh, entertain the idea that it was uh, i mean i mean you 've already said that it 's come from monkeys, but you, you're you're just assuming that the American government has taken the disease, disease from monkeys, um, given it to humans to see what would happen. Well, they, uh, they've
0: modified sh- it. Like with all of r- the things that they did with a bioweapon, they modified it so that they could
1: okay, try and have a specific. Let's assume weapon, for yeah. a second that that was, uh, had some sort of validity to it. What does America have to gain from releasing that bioweapon into Africa?
0: They get to track its spread and learn what impact it will have if left untreated. By putting it in a place where it's very difficult to treat it, they can watch its movement and have an idea of what impact it will have if they released it on an enemy. But that's
1: ridiculous because as, as hard as it is uh, to treat, it is also like equally... As hard in, in an area like Africa, it would be super hard to track its spread. I mean, there's not... There's not a great deal of, of hospitals that keep reliable records You on don't the need of
0: hospitals to complete reliable records. You just need uh, volunteers to go in and take blood samples from Africans. That's all you need to do. It's, and it's what volunteers
1: from, from America out. have gone to Africa to track the... since 19... Doctors
0: Without Borders.
1: That's not an a American-funded... Uh, campaign. No, I don't believe All right,
0: it. UNICEF. That's a United Nations funded one and they're constantly taking blood samples and tracking what sorts of diseases are happening throughout the world.
1: Right, but it's also not an American government funded organisation.
0: It doesn't have to be. It just needs to be an organisation that is taking blood samples and keeping track of what conditions are prevalent in the area.
1: But unless America knew for certain that someone or some entity was going to track the spread of this disease, it would be pointless releasing it.
0: He doesn't need an entity that is focused on tracking this particular disease. It just needs an entity that is tracking diseases throughout the world and their movements.
1: And for how long has the UN been tracking disease spread?
0: I don't really know, to be honest.
1: Can we stop the podcast and do a quick Google?
0: (laughs) All right, let's do it.
1: Okay, so I uh, did a quick Google uh, to try and find out how long uh, we've been tracking AIDS. Yeah. And uh, 1985 is the earliest I can see.
0: Yeah, uh, that sounds about right because I also found data in my paper here that suggested how AIDS was tracked through Africa and it actually is heavily attached to how it was spread through Africa.
1: Okay, so your claim is that the outbreak um, was at was the same the same time that they started tracking,
0: yes, um, because the way that the outbreak was caused was that America offered um, um, injections to the African people. Um, what's it called for immunities and that sort of stuff?
1: Um, immunities to what? This is a new bold claim.
0: Yep. No, um, same thing we all get when we're kids. Just you get your immunisation shots. America offered to give immunisation shots to Africans. And when you say
1: America offered to give immunisation shots, do you mean the American government, or do you mean a a private um, American party, or who who is? Well, I didn't find
0: I didn't find exactly what party it was that decided to do this. But there's lots of charities that do different medical things for um, countries throughout the world.
1: Uh, I can't imagine a charity um, wanting to. Yeah, but a lot of them are
0: government-based. Age. Aid programs, excuse the pun.
1: Um. <laughs> right, right. Um, I did a quick Google whilst yeah. I was looking up uh, when when did we start tracking AIDS um, to find out where did a- HIV come from. Because I, I mean, whilst whilst I'd heard that people were um, having sex with monkeys, I wasn't. I was never sold that that was um, the way that HIV came into existence. Uh, again, pardon the pun. Um, but. Uh, I did a quick Google, um, and it says here, and I'm on the uh, AIDSinstitute.org, yeah. um, and it says that it, uh, it, it, it's believed that most likely the, the transition happened because people were hunting chimpanzees, not monkeys, chimpanzees with the uh, disease, yeah. uh, hunting them for meat and the HIV virus was within the meat, and they weren't cooking the meat properly. Yes,
0: I read multiple articles suggesting that, and it is
1: heavily flawed. Uh, yep, I'm ready for it, because I, I would imagine... I mean, if you eat a chicken yep. with the virus of salmonella, yep, and you don't cook that meat properly, you get salmonella.
0: Yeah, no, that's so, fine.
1: So, I mean, my general understanding of how transition of diseases happen, if you eat the meat from an animal that has the virus... You get the virus, unless you kill the virus first. That's close to how it works. There's actually a name for
0: it, zoonosis. Zoonosis is the process by which a disease moves from an animal to a human or from one animal to another, because most, um, most diseases have to evolve when moving from one species to another species. It, not many diseases can actually function in two different species. Okay, but by
1: the very nature of a disease, I mean, that's what they do best. They mutate.
0: Yes, In order for that to happen, they have to go through multiple hosts very quickly because they have to, they're basically in a race against your immune system. So SIV has to go into a human, a human has then got SIV, and the human has to move that SIV to another human before their immune system beats it. And it takes about two or three weeks for the human immune system to beat. SIV. We know this and have known this for a long time because um, SIV has been around, like I said, for upwards of a million years for the oldest form of it. Mm-hmm. And in Africa, people have e- have been hunting and eating monkeys for that long. Like people have been getting SIV again and again and again for millions of years, but their bodies have been beating it before it can move to the next person. And there is every possibility that that could happen occasionally, that it could move from one person to another person, but it is very difficult for it to move across, so it is difficult for it to happen multiple times. It needs to happen at least four times by the data I read for it to get to a point where it can survive in the human system without our immune system beating it
1: all right we're talking right? to uh, dr Falcon uh, science extraordinary but let me Sorry, let me I, just... I got
0: this from multiple okay, different but let me stop you scientific there. studies let's
1: assume that that's that that's uh, correct okay, yeah I've have, I have no reason to think that that's not correct we'll just we'll say that i mean I, I don't have a science background but let's assume that's correct um why i mean it, it would be safe to presume i believe that uh, the African populace had grown uh, a resilience, you know, or a, a um, the, yeah, a resistance to a the... resistance to to SIV. Yes, okay? and that that's that's fine. I can I can see how that works. So they if they eat chimpanzee meat uh, and they don't cook it properly, most of them uh, you know doesn't it doesn't work well with the with the human body, and therefore they don't contract the disease. That's fine. I get that. But wouldn't it make sense that if a American Flew to, or caught a boat, or however I guess they probably um, flew, uh, given the time period. Uh, flew to America through, flew to Africa, and then uh, dined on a traditional African, you know, um, feast of chimpanzee. His body doesn't have as much of a resilience to the disease, and maybe the disease took that opportunity. Uh, you know, there was certain certain factors in the American's body that yeah. allowed that disease to mutate and it's not it's it's not shocking to think that anybody um, would have sex with another person within a two week period so it, for it to to go yes. from person to person i mean you, you give somebody two weeks um, i mean a lot of people have have sex within two weeks like there's but it, it needs to
0: be at least four occasions. It needs to move through at least four people mm-hmm. of having sex, which is fine, yeah. but it also has to be sex that involves some form of bleeding or tearing because it is, um, it, it transfers from one person to another through blood. Like You can't get it from kissing. You can't get it from ejaculatory emissions. It needs to come through blood.
1: I don't think that's true. I mean, I... I'm, I mean, I'm a teacher and I've taught kids about age and it's a sexually transmitted disease. It is If a male, a male has transmitted... sex with a female, he can give that girl. Yes, but he is
0: 50 times more likely to contract it from anal sex whereas the, where there is a far greater potential for tearing.
1: Okay, and it doesn't matter whether it's far more... Li- we're not talking about the likelihood here. We're talking about whether or not it's possible and whether or not it happened. And even if there's a 50% likelihood that... The, that whoever ate the chimpanzee meat had uh, anal sex. Th- I mean, maybe he did.
0: Yeah, and that is the argument that America makes um, to make the claim that it came from Africa. The problem is the six different types of HIV that all emerged at the same time from different parts of Africa and went through Africa.
1: Yeah, You'd be talking about a disease that's it's mutating. It's gone... It's, it's finally found a way to change it, hosts.
0: Yes, but it's not six different types of HIV all coming from the one part of Africa and spreading in every direction. It's six types from six different places all simultaneously getting to the point after a million years where they can transfer from SIV to HIV. It's just
1: not probable we are talking about a disease that it, it, that's, that's its job. That's what it does well. It mutates. It changes from, from one kind of disease to another. Then why does it, did it all happen better.
0: at the same time?
1: Well, I don't think it all happened on the same day. But, but even the same,
0: same few-year period. Yeah, that makes it, perfect it sense. That makes no sense if it's existed for millions of years. Why hasn't it happened a thousand years ago I for mean, one of them and just recently for another and 10,000 years ago for another?
1: I mean... For all you know, there has been you know a, a time 2,000 years ago or 5,000 years ago where this disease has come into existence and wiped out a populace of some sort. It's only now, it's only recently in the last 100 years or 200 years that people have actually started travelling throughout the globe. I mean, it could have taken out... Yeah, but I'm talking about the spread through Africa, not throughout the world. Yes, but I'm saying that people in Africa are now... Traveling through Africa, it's quite easy to travel through Africa. There's there's many vehicles that can take you from one part of Africa to another. And if you're talking about, uh, you know, something that spreads through sexual activity, I mean, there's there's plenty of, uh, I mean, it's sad to say, but there's plenty of rape and and uh, I mean, sexual activity that crosses through Africa. And if they're talking about a spread of disease then it makes perfect sense that in a very short time frame, once the, once the disease or, you know, what the disease originally was, which is SIV, um, finds a way to to take advantage of the human body, that it then starts mutating in, in every form that it possibly can within the human body as it goes from host to host and, and fights different immune systems and finds a way of mutating and, and surviving around those immune systems, that it would, it would change and, and take form in slightly different variations in order to live on. That, that, that makes perfect sense to me. In fact, it makes more sense to me than, than the government making six different strands because you don't have six different Americans with six different versions of HIV. You only have the one American that had HIV. And, and you're saying that, that then America has, under blankets, um, infected other people with the disease, six different working variations of the disease, and none of those people are known of? They've kept this under wraps and not one of those six people have said, oh, I took part in the American bio weapons Program and I have another variation of HIV. You would imagine that, that there would be Americans with the other strands of HIV.
0: No, once they know that They have a version of HIV that works. They create a few different strands to see which one works best, put them in different parts around Africa to see how they move and how they affect people.
1: But they don't know how they work best because they haven't given any Americans.
0: Yeah, which is why they give it to Africans, to see how it does work. They don't want to infect more Americans when they know it's a disease that they can't cure. Everything else that they've given to Americans, they gave with the intention of curing it within six weeks.
1: America has has strong ties with Africa. They 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 take another a lot reason from that.
0: why they wouldn't admit to what they've done.
1: I just can't see the benefit in. I mean, a I can't see the benefit in trying to wipe out um, African you know uh, people. And this is this is a disease that had the potential of wiping out large amounts of people in a horrific way. And I, I can't see the benefit of them. Doing that, and I also, uh, I I can't see why they, why like how they would um, make the disease, and uh, to a point where it, they know they know it works, and then put it out to the populace without anybody leaking that. I mean, it takes it takes a, a large number of people to to do this kind of research. Uh, many scientists. Uh, people who work, you know, lab assistants, and then all the people signing off on the red tape, you know, signing on the dotted line, that's the people who are saying, we want to do this research, we want to fund this research, and the people who say, I want to partake in this research. And not one of those people have ever come forward and said, I know something about the origins of HIV.
0: Yeah, I don't think... A, I don't think it takes quite as many people as what you're suggesting, and B, I don't think that they knew how it worked. That's why they spread it through Africa, is so that they could see. It wasn't an attempt to wipe out Africans. It was a large swathe of people that they could do this experiment on and see how it worked and see how it spread, which means it requires a lot less people... Initially, to know about the disease, because there 's not so many people that need to be doing the research. The research is being done on Africans under the assumption that it came from Africa initially. You really just need the creator of the disease who works creating and modifying a lot of diseases as is done as we know is done in Fort Dietrich and someone to decide that this is the best approach to spread it you don 't even need to tell the doctors that are giving vaccinations to Africans, that what they're doing is also injecting the Africans with the HIV virus.
1: just sounds like a terribly written sci-fi film, to be honest. I mean, apart from the fact that this is a complete fallacy on your behalf, I, I, I can't... Um...
0: Well, I don't, you don't see... Have any,
1: you don't have... There is nothing that proves or suggests that America had any vendetta or any reason to release... The the disease, you you're just you, you're 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 throwing a red herring. You're saying because it doesn't because you don't see that it makes sense that there was a spread of a disease, six different types of the same disease. Therefore, it's not a complete accident. Therefore, it's 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 America. That there's there's not there's a very loose connection that you're drawing. It's, it's completely. I found class.
0: the connection that makes the most sense. Given. The evidence that we have. How about this? Uh, both possibilities equal. America created it versus it came from um, simians. Why do you think the simian version holds more validity? Uh,
1: I don't see. There's. It's, a, it's. It. When you go to court and and you have to prove that you didn't. You don't have to prove that you didn't do something. You know, it's innocent until you proven guilty. Like, unless you have evidence that somebody did the crime, you have to—you just have to assume that they didn't do the crime because you don't have... There's no supporting evidence that they did do the crime. There's no supporting evidence that America did the crime other than there was a guy who got HIV and he was in America when he got HIV. That's, that doesn't prove anything. It just, was, it just means that America's medical system was picked up on this disease before African medical systems picked up on this disease. That's all it proves.
0: It proves more because we know that he was in jail beforehand, which means he wasn't in
1: Africa. It, it doesn't matter if he was in jail beforehand. That also doesn't improve... It, well, the the fact that... Or again, it's a fallacy. Saying that all people who took part in the weapons program, the bioweapons program, were prisoners, therefore all prisoners took part in the weapons program. No, they don't go hand in hand. Just because all people who took part in the weapons program were prisoners does not mean that all prisoners were a part. You have no evidence to support, to support the fact that the first person who got HIV in America was had anything to do with the weapons buyer program.
0: No, but what I do know is the first known case is somebody who had not been to Africa.
1: Yeah, but you also said that the person who can, who, who ate the chimpanzee meat wouldn't be the person who got HIV. It had to go through four people until it could actually develop into HIV, which means that it would make more sense for the person... You know, the, the person... or not more sense, but it makes just as much sense to say that the person who got HIV was not somebody who went to Africa because they would be the person fourth down the chain or fifth down the chain or sixth down the chain. He just had to know somebody who knew somebody who knew somebody that went to Africa that ate chimpanzee meat. Or... Know somebody that knew somebody that had sex with somebody who ate chimpanzee meat.
0: I don't see how that is a more likely scenario than America, who created bioweapons, creating a bioweapon.
1: Only that there's absolutely no evidence to support that America created HIV.
0: Except for the first known case, the first known outbreak.
1: Correct, but I've just broken those two... I've I, I just blown those two arguments out of the water. So removing those two arguments, which are now irrelevant, do you have any other supporting evidence or any other reason as to, as to why America would have made HIV? Have they benefited from it at all?
0: No, they haven't, but they also haven't benefited from the creation of... Um, Let's go with anthrax or Q fever or
1: smallpox. Yes, but the difference well, they is, well, well they've definitely benefited <laughs> from smallpox. Uh, but let's not go into that. <laughs> um, but they've, they've also not hidden the fact that they've created those other diseases. So the, the fact that... I mean, uh, the only reason that I can see that they would hide the fact that they made HIV is if they had benefited from it. Because many people, many Americans have died from all those diseases. So, But they haven't hid the fact that they created those diseases. There's no reason that you have given to me that would suggest that America has a reason to create the disease. And unless you can provide me with one, I'm going to call it uh, two points for me.
0: (laughs) Two points for you? Hmm? On what grounds? This is the first successful podcast where we've argued about anything.